Hey, what is up, everybody? My name is Jordan Biddle, and welcome to the Cincinnati Reds Fan Podcast. And the Reds lose game four to the Miami Marlins. Uh, yeah, Russell Iglesias gives up another game. I mean, this guy is just... Uh, uh, we'll talk about him in a minute. But the, the, the Reds take three out of four from the Miami Marlins, bouncing back from the Pittsburgh series which if the Reds just win one game against Pittsburgh, which they do not, they are 4-3 and three their last seven games against horrible teams. I mean, Pittsburgh is just a horrible team. I'm not going to say Pittsburgh is like a, a super, super bad team, but they are not a high-tier team. They have some good pieces. Their offense is really weird. I mean, they, they, they can... They can really rake. I mean, they, their offense has, like, no power, but they can just hit for average and get clutch and base hits and stuff, you know. They don't have anybody who really can, can hit 40 home runs. Maybe Josh Bell. All right, but he'll probably have – he'll probably bat 250 next season. So, but anyway, um, Alex Wood pitches six innings, three earned runs, um, not bad. A good, a good bounce back start for Alex Wood um, compared to his last couple of starts. Um, he's he's getting he get he's getting some things down. Um, he just give him some give him some time, guys. Give him some time. I'm so tired of looking at uh, stuff on Twitter saying, "Well, we need to get rid of Alex Wood. We need to get uh, we, need, we 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 don't need to sign him." Guys, guys, guys. He literally is a phenomenal pitch, pitcher. Okay, you gotta give the guy some time. Uh, will you chill out, please? I mean, it's ridiculous. This guy is is a uh, a three uh, a number three uh, starter in our rotation behind Castillo and 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 um, Sonny Gray. I mean, you could say four now because of Trevor Bauer, but Alex Wood is a, he's a great pitcher. He was on the Los Angeles Dodgers and the world on the World Series team the last couple years. He's a good pitcher. All right, relax about it, please. But anyway, um, another thing: the Reds hitting goes stale yet again. The only guy hitting the baseball was Aristides Aquino. I mean, the guy is unreal. I mean, I think everybody knows that. What is it? I think he had two singles, three RB. What was it? Three RBI? I think he had. Yeah, I think he had all three runs batted in. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, another home run and two singles. I mean, the guy's unreal. The guy's unreal. Where, where has this guy been? this whole time. I mean, if we have Suarez and Aristides Aquino, man, I'm telling you what, it's going to be a really good year next year as long as Aristides Aquino can keep up the pace that he's on. And if he can keep up the pace that he's on, he might be the new home run king. <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. The Reds have have the, the the home run king. I mean, oh my God, that'd be awesome. If you get If you got up to like 700 home runs, now I'm going off on a limb here, but 
It's not impossible. But anyway. Um, the next subject I want to talk about, um, of course, the Reds, the Reds bats go stale. Um, and then, again, David Bell. Buddy, what are you doing? Just because a left-handed pitcher comes in does not mean you have to throw in Philip Irvin every damn time. I don't see you. I don't see you throwing Josh Van Meter in there when there's a right-handed pitcher against Philip Irvin when Philip Irvin gets to start. Why? Why? What's up with you and left-handed pitching and left-handed batters? I mean, it could be it could be the third inning and Josh Van Meter gets one at bat and a guy a left-handed pitcher comes in. And you sit him. It, it, it's literally the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's getting no production. He's he's not learning anything. His confidence is going down now. Josh Van Meter. I mean, the same thing was happening was happening to Jesse Winker all season. You're not letting him go against left-handed pitching. And I understand Jesse Winker's uh, numbers aren't the greatest against left-handed pitching. But. You got to give them experience. They're young. They are young. They have to learn, especially Josh Van Meter. Josh Van Meter is a good hitter against left-handed pitching. This guy could very well be the next Joey Votto. I'm not saying he is, but he could be the next Joey Votto. You have got to give this guy experience. Now, next year, you're not going to be able to know if he can hit against left-handed pitching because you're not experimenting with him. So as long as J- David Bell continues this with Josh Van Meter, I mean, he, you're gonna go, you're gonna keep seeing this into next season, and that's and to me that is absurd. All right, I mean that's 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 insanity to me. To throw in Philip Irvin every time, I mean every time there's a left-handed pitcher or a left-handed pitcher. I mean Philip Irvin still isn't hitting the flipping the the, the guy. So what so what did what happened yesterday? Oh, you 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 waste at bats for Von Meter and a guy that we should be experimenting with, and you throw Irvin in there. And Irvin still gets out. I mean, you're you're literally gaining nothing out of that situation. I mean, even if Von Meter does get out, you're still getting something. <coughs> Excuse me. Like if he if he uh, hits the ball hard to center field, you're still you're still looking at it and be like, wow, he just hit that ball hard. He might be able to hit left-handed pitcher. If he strikes out, all right, you know, give him a couple other chances. I don't think I've seen Josh Freeman go against a left-handed pitcher this year. That is absurd. That is crazy. But anyway. Next subject. Rossell Iglesias. Buddy. Dude. Brother. I don't know what your deal is. But... You, you, you got to figure something out here, man. Ten losses as a closer is just not... I mean, people are wanting to trade you here. Badly. I mean, a, a ton of fans are wanting Russell Iglesias gone. My opinion, you don't trade him. 
you, you got to give this guy another year. All right, this is this is his only bad season since we've had him. Now, if he had, if he's, if he's a bad, if he's doing bad going into uh, the first half of the season next year, you got to trade him at the deadline. You have to trade him at the deadline, no matter what. But, but, you got to give him another chance. You got to. He needs right now. He needs to be figuring out what's wrong. We need to be using younger. Uh, another subject I'm going to bring up here in a minute. We need to be using uh, younger pitchers, guys who 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 we don't know exactly what they have yet. That's who we need to be using. Marcelo Glacius. I mean, it's not like. I mean, he. Okay. His fastball is not the same this year. The guy last year was consistently throwing 97, 98 miles an hour. I mean, I've seen from 92 miles an hour fastball to 95 to 98 this year. This guy's all over the place. There's something wrong. The consistently consistency is wrong. When he gave up that uh, that um, walk off last night. It wasn't even like he had, it was a bad pitch. It was two two inches above the strike zone, in, strike zone inside on the guy. The guy just got it. I don't know how. The guy just got around on it and cracked it over the fence. It wasn't like it was a bad pitch. I don't know if it's uh, just not lucky or what. I can't tell you how many um, um, uh, runs that Russell Iglesias has given up this year off of pitches out of the strike zone. I think half the time it's just he's been unlucky. If you want me to be honest with you, I mean there and then and then there's a plenty of other times where Russell Iglesias have given up uh, hits and stuff and gotten out of it, and and then other times where he's just immaculate. I mean it could be worse than what it is. He could have. He could be given up a lot more games. There's there's been plenty of times where he, he's he's given us some, given up given us some scares, but at the same time you're thinking, well, the Reds' offense should have been better to us, right? Yes, I mean the the the, the Reds were going against a, a Miami Marlins prospect. I mean, they're, they're plain and simple, plain and simple. There's no way. The Reds should be losing against the, the, that, that type of pitcher. Uh, there's no way. I'm sorry. There's not. So I blame it this time on the offense. I mean, although Russell Iglesias has been giving up a bunch of runs, but it could be worse, but it also could be better, if that makes sense. So um, I, I say we give Russell Iglesias another year. Give, a, give me your opinion, guys. Uh, just hit me up on Twitter. Give me your opinion. But I think we give him another, at least until the All-Star break and the 2020 season to see what he has next season. But, um, but yeah, that's, 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 the, that's that subject. My next subject. Somebody recently brought up getting rid of Dick Williams. Okay. Now, and then another guy brought up, I'm not, I'm not saying any names. Another guy brought up, we should never, ever, ever get rid of Dick Williams. My opinion on this subject, I wouldn't mind getting rid of Dick Williams. But 
it wouldn't bother me if we kept him either. The guy has been in the organization since 2006. Alright? I I believe it's 2006. Now, we've only been to the playoffs, what, one, two, three, four, four times since 2006, I believe. Maybe, is it four times? I don't know. It's just off the top of my head. All right, four times since, we'll just say four times since 2006. And we have been rebuilding since, what, 2015? That's, what, one, two, six seasons, five seasons? Uh, One, two, I'm trying to count here. Three, four, five, five. Okay, we'll say five seasons. We've been rebuilding for five seasons. The fact you can, you can put into the, this is the text. The fact that some teams can go from really good to really bad the next season, but then really good again the next season, and like technically like skip the rebuild stage, and then be good for another ten years is beyond me. Is beyond me. Now the Reds have been again have been in rebuild for five years. And we still cannot put anything together necessarily. Now, it's all coming together slowly. I'm talking about the slowest rebuild of all time. And that is the reason why you could make the argument we need to get rid of Dick Williams. I mean, it's been the slowest rebuild of all time. People were like, well, we'll be back, we'll be back 2017, 2018. All right, guys, it's 2019, and we're still not winning. We're, not, we're still not above 500. I mean, how long is this going to take? Right? I, I'm not. I'm not. I am not ruling out Dick Williams. Um, get rid of get get rid of the Dick Williams. Getting rid of Dick Williams. I can't speak English. I mean, it, it's been it's been a horrible and a long rebuild for the Cincinnati Riff. I mean, it's been horrendous. It's been a struggle as a fan. It's been a struggle watching hundreds and hundreds of games and just being depressed about this team. If the Reds do not have a winning... Actually, you know what? I'll go as far as this. If the Reds do not make the playoffs next year and the Reds should win the NL Central next year, then Dick Williams needs to be gone. Plain and simple. David Bell needs to be gone. David William, or Dick Williams needs to be gone. A whole bunch of other people need to be gone. Six years of rebuild is unacceptable for any team. For any team. I mean, it's understandable to have not a lot of money and trying to rebuild a team. But when you're spending $20 million on Homer Bailey, uh, I don't know how much we gave Brandon Phillips, millions and millions and millions of dollars to Brandon Phillips, I forget what it was, $25 $25 million to Joey Votto. I mean, we have our whole payroll going to like three players. Two of these guys 
uh, horrible deals. Brandon Phillips and Homer, especially Homer Bailey. All right, Brandon Phillips was a really good player. He, he still is a good player. I don't even know why nobody's picked him up. I guess his age. But Homer Bailey was just a waste of money. $20 million for a guy who has an ERA of like like a 3.7-something ERA, like that that's not even worth it. Joey Votto has suffered just as much as we have. I'm sure he suffered more. I mean, we're we're giving nothing to this Hall of Famer. That's why I feel bad. That's why I feel bad for Mike Trout. I don't know who's running the Angels organization, but they're putting no pitching around the best player, probably of all time. Like, they, they're not giving him any help whatsoever. He's doing it all by himself. Oh, congratulations. You have Albert Pujols at the age of, what, 37, 38? I don't know how old he is. He's pretty damn old, though. I mean, congratulations, man. You got Albert Pujols, who's completely out of his prime. Congrats. You got Justin Upton, who's completely out of his prime. Congrats, you got Cole Calhoun who can't even hit the ball but can play great defense. I mean, it, it's horrible. That is a horrible organization. Congrats, you just spent like 20 plus million dollars on Shohei Otani. Who isn't even, to me, that even impressive. He's a, he's a good, he's a good hit. I'll give him that. You know, but uh, it's just—it's crazy to me. It's crazy that the, if the Reds do not make the playoffs next year, a lot of people need to be need to be gone. Plain and simple. It is that simple. You cannot tell me that I'm wrong. You can't tell me that six years of rebuild we get out of the last what. 14 years, we we have four playoff appearances in the Queen City and the birthplace of baseball. We have four playoff appearances, and we had we didn't even win one series. I think that the one thing that we won was the wild card. I mean, are you serious? It's just insane to me. Awesome, it really is. It, it's. I I am um, I am uh, I, I don't know I don't know the word I, I'm speechless. Yeah, I mean you just got you just got to think about that. But anyway, again, if we do not make the playoffs next year, the Reds need new management everywhere. New front office, new management, new general manager. I don't care. I don't care. I, I really don't. You've got to change some stuff up. Sometimes it's not necessary. Necessary the players and who, who the, the who uh, who's playing for your team, but the people upstairs. A, a lot of the times, the these general managers will give, say David Bell or. Our, our price, who we had a, a couple years ago, or last year actually, 
they'll give David Price these triple-A players and expect him to really do something. And they start off to a 3-18 start. They're saying, well, wow, it's Price's fault. No, it's the front office's fault. It's it's Dick Williams. It, it's, it's Castellini. It's all these guys that, that are not giving the money that they should be to this team and and not get, getting the, the good players that they need to give David. I mean, they're, they're, they're already saying, what's his name? Um, um, what's his name? Boone, over uh, the manager for the Yankees. Oh, he's a great manager. Well, yeah, I could be a great manager too if I had John Carlos Stanton, Aaron Judge, uh, uh, Glaber Torres, Gary Sanchez, etc. You know? Oh yeah, I could be a great. I could be a great manager as well. If I had a Rose Chapman and CZ Sabathia and James and Paxton, I mean, geez Louise, come on, man. I don't think it's just like you throw out. You just throw out players, and you're automatically going to be good. That's how that's how good the Yankees organization is. You can throw out your triple team, or triple team, your triple A team, and they'll still get over 500. That's how good the Yankees organization is. Same with the Dodgers. I mean, they got guys that sitting down at triple A that should be in the major leagues that would be in the major leagues on 80% of the teams. But they're sitting down in AAA because they already have good players. But they have just as good players in AAA, if that's making sense. If, if they if they have to trade a piece like Yasuo Puig, oh no big deal. We'll just we'll just bring up somebody from AAA who's going to put up the same numbers as Yasuo Puig, if not better. I mean, we got we got lucky with Aquino. We got lucky with Josh Van Meter. These guys weren't even on the radar until they started doing good this year. I mean, the Dodgers have guys. That are literally they they know are going to be good. We don't have that situation. We don't. We don't know who's going to be good in our organization. We hope that. I mean, we hope we draft guys and they become really good, like Nick Senzel or Nick Lodolo. But we uh, we just have to hope that we get a, a, a lucky a lucky pick. And a, and a lucky, a really good player, you know? If that makes sense. Like Von, Von Meter and Aquino. And, you know, it's worked out for us this year. I mean, we need to do we need to do something in the offseason. And I've said it again. Rendon should be the number one target. That's, that's all I have to say about that. Whether if we have to give up 10 prospects... And Rossell Iglesias to the Washington Nationals for Anthony Rendon. I don't care if we trade for him. I don't care if we sign him for $40 million. We need the guy extremely bad. Extremely bad. But anyway, 
I mean, he'd be a phenomenal hitter at Great American. Phenomenal. All-star, possibly MVP at Great American. I'm telling you. I am telling you. But anyway, tonight, uh, the Reds got the St. Louis Cardinals. We got, and on this weekend, we got four games in three days. Four games in three days. It's going to be uh, it's a fun weekend uh, for the Reds. Um, the first game, we got Trevor Bauer versus Hudson. Um, let's see. Mm, that's a hard one. That is a hard prediction right there. I don't know, man. Trevor Bauer's been pitching pretty bad. They, they, he has been pitching really bad. I don't know if he's trying just trying to get used to the National League or what's going on with Trevor Bauer. But uh, he's been pitching. He's, he hasn't been pitching very well. So um, I'm gonna go. I think. I think the. I think it's going to be an offensive, uh, not necessarily an offensive explosion, but it's going to be a close game. Like five, I think. I think one of the teams is going to win six to five. I'm not sure which team. It depends who pitches better, I guess. Of course, but I think it's going to be a close game, and it's going to be a one-run game, and probably going to be Cardinals who win because the Reds suck in one-run games, but. I think it's gonna be a close game. Uh, I'll go six to five. Um, I'll go the Cardinals this time. I'll go the Cardinals this time. I hate predicting the other team to win, but uh, the Cardinals are just in such a—they're—they're they're in such a close race with the Cubs, and they need wins really bad. They're pumped to win some games. I don't know how they're in the, the in first place. Don't ask me how. Their—their—their um, their starting pitching isn't that great. They're—they're. They're, their hitting isn't that great. I just don't know. I guess clutch hitting, I guess you could say. Um, it could be the reason. I, that, that very well could be the reason. But, um, but yeah. Um, that's my predictions. The Cardinals went 6-5. to five. Um, I think that's all I have for you guys today. My name is Jordan Biddle. I appreciate you guys' support. Hit me up on Twitter at jbids37, that's J-B-I-D-D-S-37 for any questions you guys have. Uh, hit the subscribe button. I won't be back till Monday, 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 fun Monday, you know how that is. But um, yeah, hit the subscribe button again. Please don't forget to do that. And I will see you guys on Monday. You guys have a phenomenal weekend. Try to get through this Friday. I'll see you guys on Monday.